Hi, welcome to Cinema Scene on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with Mr. I'm Jeff Powell. Glad to be here. Jeff Powell, uh, th- this is a, a, a record, man. You've joined me twice on this show, like in the last two months. Wow. What's a month? Is, which is crazy. Uh, Jeff is the operations manager, program director, and uh, guru of mayhem and chaos right here at uh, Gardner Web University. Like WG the Loki WG. of he, the office. Exactly right. You're like the Loki of the office. You're the trickster of the office. <laughs> we were just talking about that off the air, yeah. that, that every mythology's got kind of that trickster and... Um, Loki's a great example of it in superhero films, and that's, that's today's uh, topic. Uh, we are going to be spending uh, the show talking about superhero films, or uh, they call it the superhero genre, and, and it's not necessarily superheroes anymore. I mean, villains are getting their day. Um, and, uh, you know, villains oftentimes are the most popular oh, yeah. characters. So. Oh, absolutely. And uh, you know, the reason we're talking about it now is this weekend, uh, as you're hearing this show, uh, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice uh, is in theaters. Uh, I'll give you my take on that, but we'll also uh, take a look at what else is to come between now and the rest of the year. And we'll even, if we have time, we'll dive into what's uh, what's next year. And uh, we'll talk about, you know, is it are we are we getting too ma- too many of these things? And um, you know, Jeff's going to chime in and ask me questions. Uh, Adam Long cannot join us today, and so. I appreciate uh, Jeff saying, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'll, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in. I don't know anything about movies uh, or very little, but I know uh, there's an awful lot of superhero <laughs> movies out there. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, and it's um, you and I grew up, uh, and there weren't a whole lot of superhero films. Well, there was Batman we on up. TV, Adam West. There was Batman on TV, um, and then Superman reruns. Yeah, uh, from like what the 40s and 50s. Oh yeah, um, but." But you know, the Batman that was on TV was a very different kind of Batman. It wasn't until uh, you and I hit uh, our, our college years that we got. Well, we, now we did see Superman, Superman. on film in the seventies. Yes. yes, and uh, and there were a, a few attempts at some superhero films when we were growing up that just didn't really click. But um, you know, the Superman with Christopher Reeve did did mm-hmm. uh, incredibly well. It had four films. The first two were 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 wonderful films. Uh, three Second and four. Two were not. <laughs> they were not. Yeah. Um, but but then uh, in the eighties, uh, you know, Tim Burton brought Batman to the big yeah. screen with mm-hmm. uh, with Michael Keaton, which was a very unusual casting mm-hmm. as Batman for most of us during that time period because Keaton was known for comedy. Yeah. And um, you know, people just wait a minute. This is you know, this is we can't do this. But you really, you know, I, I think back and and to me. You know, Keaton is one of my favorite uh, Bruce Wayne's Batmans. Um, you know, uh, he, you know, Christian Bell, who, who came out a few years ago with the Christopher Nolan uh, Dark Knight trilogy, he was awesome, and it took yes. him in a different way. Yes. But but Keaton had that edge. You know, he had that darkness that you really got a, a sense to see. Now, he was overshadowed in that Batman by Jack Nicholson, who played the Joker. Yeah. And his Joker was really just completely over the top, crazy, goofy, almost, almost that Cesar Romero. If, yeah. uh, if uh, those who watch the uh, uh, the Adam West, Burt Ward, right. Batman uh, TV series, Cesar Romero played the Joker there. So Nicholson, it really was Nicholson's film mm-hmm. um, in that uh, that first Batman uh, back in the the late eighties. But uh, well, you saw that again, even in the Christopher Nolan yep. films, the uh, the the Joker there. Uh, yep. Certainly by the third film, very much overshadowing everything else. Yeah, I mean, 
Heath Ledger as the Joker was a different kind of Joker, though. I mean, he he was dark. A, he was dark. <laughs> um, he laughed, but it was it was truly for him. It was mayhem for mayhem's sake, yeah. and he was a terrorist. Yes. I mean, that was his purpose was to just instill terror into people. Never got his uh, motivation or what it was he was trying to do. He told multiple versions of his backstory, all of them contradicting each other. Yeah, so yeah. Very which mysterious was, character. Which really, you know, many times you, as an audience, you want to know the motivation behind the, the evil characters or the bad characters. But for some reason, it didn't matter with, with Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker. Yeah. Uh, which is unusual, and that's a tough thing to pull off. And uh, the writers pulled that off, but Heath Ledger's the one who, yeah. who made that yeah. made that work. And uh, he was just you know just absolutely phenomenal in that film. Well, this uh, this weekend, uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice uh, is, uh, and, and I say Batman v Superman because that's what the director calls it well, instead of versus. Go. So I, I will say that. I, honestly, I think it just should have been called Dawn of Justice. Um, you know, we're looking, um, storyline, you're looking at an aging Batman. Uh, Batman is in his uh, mid to late 40s. And, um, he hey, that is... sounds pretty young to me. I <laughs> well, and, and uh, what we're used to seeing with Batman, uh, it's a different kind. It's one who's been through it all. Um, you, you know, this particular one is, uh, uh, is cast. Uh, you've got, uh, got a, a, an Oscar winner, Ben Affleck, starring as Bruce Wayne and Batman. And he's very jaded, um, very angry. Talk about somebody who's angry. He's just angry at, at uh, the world and uh, and angry at those around him. And uh, the only you know tie-in, the Man of Steel that was released a few years ago with uh, with Henry Cavill, you know, it, it did okay at the box office. It didn't do tremendously well. I mean, it wasn't a huge smash. Um, and uh, that was the kind of the prequel to this. So you're seeing the same Superman character come back. You're seeing the same Lewis, Lois Lane. But in that last film, Metropolis was almost destroyed uh, by um, Superman's kin, basically, General Zod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his cronies came, and, um, and Superman, of course, saved the world. But in the process of that, um, you've got uh, a part of humanity that's saying, okay, we've got Superman, he's an alien, and uh, there's no control over him. He's godlike. And so, you know, maybe we should, you know, uh, should put some reins on him and put some kind of control on what he can do. Because uh, mm-hmm. if we don't, you know, what else is going to be coming after him? Well, when Metropolis fell and uh, you had all the the deaths and destruction because of General Zod and the battle with Superman, it just so happened that, uh, that Bruce Wayne was there and he saw what happened. And, and he... Uh, actually ended up uh, as Bruce Wayne saving a child, and uh, there were other people he couldn't save, and so he saw the destruction. And so, uh, for you know, he and this was like you know two years ago that all this happened, and so he saw that happen, and he blamed Superman for it. I mean, he blames this alien for it. So that is kind of the start of this Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. um, this rivalry. And, uh, and then you've got uh, Clark Kent, who is the alter ego for Superman, saying, okay, you got this dark knight in Gotham that's branding, literally putting a brand on his victims. And uh, he's a, you know, he thinks he's above the law, and he's doing anything at will, and, and he's doing whatever. So you've, you've got this kind of conflict where, uh, where, where each really, each alter ego is, uh, is, is trying to face down the other. And so there's this huge buildup throughout the film 
for this battle. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, one of my colleagues said, you know, it's called Batman versus Superman, but the, their, their battle takes, it's only about 10 minutes long. Right. Um, now, the, the movie itself, it builds up to this for an hour and a half before you actually start seeing uh, the battle take place. There are a lot of other things that are going on behind the scenes. Uh, you've got Lex Luthor, who uh, in, in comics and in other Superman films is the ultimate villain mm-hmm. um, for Superman. And so he's trying to basically make this battle happen. He's also trying to find a way to um, resurrect uh, a portion of Zod by uh, a cloning technique that I'm not going to go into. Um, so you've got that going on uh, behind the scenes, uh, and that's really uh, you know the the and then then there's also the seeds planted for a future Justice League film, with uh, Wonder Woman has a, a role in this, mm-hmm. um, mostly uh, as a figure you don't really know kind of uh, who she is uh, until later on in the film if you don't know who she is. Yeah, uh, you see cameos for the Flash um, and uh, Cyborg and also um, Aquaman. Uh, so that's all planting the seed for the the Justice League film that's yeah. that's to come, which of course later. is taking a page from what the Avengers did. It is, and it's you know uh, I'll just say that Marvel did it so much better. Um, you know, Marvel planned that whole phase one leading up to the Avengers with all these standalone films, and they did it with literally just the the, the, the films were kind of they they were standalone, mm-hmm. and uh, but but throughout there were these teases or things that kind of connected the threads. This film tried to connect too many pieces to the puzzle too fast. Stuff too many cameos in it, and and they're trying to and they're trying to really are trying to t- borrow or steal a page from Marvel. But to me, it did not work as well. It actually, did not work at all for me in Batman versus Superman. There were too many things happening, way too many things happening. Um, I'll give you some positives and some negatives for me. Um, positives, the the opening sequence kind of shows you the origin story of Batman uh, while also showing what's happening now. So it's a cross between um, the past and the present, and that's done incredibly, uh, wonderfully shot, um, and it, it unfolded that story incredibly well. The, the battle scenes uh, between uh, Batman and Superman done well, but also the best fight choreography for me was was Batman just taking on other bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was done incredibly well. Um, the, the the whole love story of Lois and Clark, um, I've seen it so many times, and yeah. Um, yeah. I, to me, I, I just didn't I didn't feel a chemistry between Lois and Clark on screen, and I didn't feel it in the last film either, um, which also had uh, Amy Adams as Lois Lane. And uh, Henry Cavill as as uh, Clark Kent, Superman. I just didn't feel it. Um, it. It just just didn't work. Um, other sub sub story going on is you've got uh, Holly Hunter starring as a senator who's trying to kind of bring Superman in before the uh, you know before this hearing uh, to try to do all this. So there, there's so many things happening. Yeah. Um, there are some great twists. I'm not going to give those away. This will be a spoiler free, but. Um, but in essence, I think there were too many of them, mm-hmm. uh, too many things. Once again, just trying to cram too much stuff. The movie's over two and a half hours long. The uh, that final battle doesn't happen until an hour and a half into it, and then there's a almost an hour, you know, hour set up to things that are happening toward the end. Uh, it was just uh, I was overwhelmed by just way too much stuff. 
Um, Too much trying to set up the whole franchise yes, of these various movies, exactly, and not enough being that standalone yeah, movie. Yeah, and and I and I didn't really buy into the 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 deep motivation on why both uh, Superman and Batman wanted to to fight each other. Now yeah. there was one particular scene that caused the battle to happen that that made sense, but you know Superman has always been one of these um, diplomatic guys who wants to speak. Wants to you know almost talk softly first before mm-hmm. carrying that big stick in. Yeah, you know Batman's different. Batman's oh, going to yeah. come in and just you know he just if he thinks it's wrong he's going to take it out. Yeah, but but Superman didn't really do that in this. There were a couple times that I, I think that you know if he saw that Batman was doing some stuff he could have said look you know I, I disagree with what you're doing can we talk through this mm-hmm. and I think you know and Batman's character smart enough too that honestly if he's having trouble with Superman you got this guy who is very godlike and has very few um, weaknesses, you know, don't think you're going to go take him on, you know, <laughs> exactly. talk to him first, yes, yes. you know, talk to him first. If you've got issues with him, try to work it out. Yeah. And then if that doesn't work, okay, then you can go and try to find your secret weapon. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that another part of it is you, you've got Lex Luthor trying to find a secret weapon against Superman, but Batman's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so why have them both do it? So why have them both do it? There was just... You know, it was a, it was a. Um, I took my son, and and I'll, let me let me kind of jump in here. I love superhero films. I enjoy them. I, I watch them, and so I'm a fan of that. So my negativity don't take that as a, a reflection of. I just, oh, he just doesn't like superhero yeah. films. No, I like them a lot. I love them. I, I love the Avengers film. I loved Ant Man last summer. Uh, there's a whole series. I, I love the Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, I I love the superhero genre, but. Um, when I'm watching superhero films now, I, I look at them, I try to look at them as a standalone piece uh, as far as, okay, is this a good film um, or is it a great film? But I also, you know, I have to look at it on the, on the landscape of other superhero films and where does this kind of stand with that? And when you're when you're reviewing films, that's one of the things you, you try to do is you try to look at, okay, is this one of the best of this genre that I've seen? And this one by far was not. Wow. Uh, it was not. Um, it 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 was just, you know, trying to do too much, and and it's DC to me trying to catch up with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part in it uh, really is uh, is really honestly, uh, Ben Affleck did a wonderful job as as an aging Batman, um, but still very, um, you know, uh, very well uh, in, in shape. Um, still knows how to fight. Uh, has kept up with all that, so he's continued throughout his career. But um, uh, Wonder Woman, um, she was a very interesting, um, you know, she was not just a cameo. Um, she had a role pretty much, I'd say, in three quarters of the film. She, you would see her continue to pop up. You didn't see her as Wonder Woman until, until a, a, a major battle took place. Um, but um, I, I just think, once again, they just tried to do too many things. The, the whole cameos with Flash and, and Aquaman and cyborg that almost could have been a post credit scene yeah um, yeah and there were also three or four dream sequences in the movie that to me had no true relevance to what was going on mm-hmm. um, I mean sure I could say well yeah it was trying to show where you know Batman's you know pain was well you know you knew his pain yeah you, you didn't have to do that and then you know, same thing with Superman I mean there were some some dream related sequences that happened and I I said just too much. I, I think uh, Zack Snyder, who was the uh, the director, I think he had way too much uh, uh, freedom 
to do whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. The, the, the DVD version is going to be three hours long. Wow. So it'll be interesting to see what's, uh, what's on that. So, uh, you know, this is, uh, it, it's an interesting film. Um, it's, uh, it's good, but not great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a B minus for me. Uh, it just, it, it was not hitting on all cylinders. Right. It'll make a ton of money. Yeah. Um, it'll do very well opening weekend, uh, and probably the, you know, the next couple weekends it'll do incredibly well, but I'll be real interested to see where this, uh, pans out after, after fans and after the, the, all the critics kind of weigh in. Um, but as we were leaving the theater from the screening, it was a mixed bag and, and you literally kind of heard this, well, you know, I'm, I wouldn't pay to see it, but I'm glad I got to see it for free. Right. Um, or, you know, uh, I would, uh, I'd go see it one time. Mm-hmm. And um, to me, the mark of a really great film uh, is one that you you feel that you can watch multiple times. This is one that I, you know, if I don't see it again, it's not gonna not gonna ruin my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I will watch the uh, the extra thirty minute version when that comes out on Blu Ray DVD just to see okay what's what's left here. Mm-hmm. You know what was there was there something that was taken out that maybe would have made this uh, a better a better film. Um, but uh, I, I think it's uh, good, but not great. You know, it seems to me that um, you know Marvel has done a wonderful job of uh, taking its comic book characters and putting them on films, yep. standalone films, but they interlock, they lead to the Avengers, etc. DC has had, I think, more success on TV. Yep, there are uh, most of those characters you mentioned have their own TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Jessica Jones on uh, Netflix. I That's Marvel. That's Marvel. Ah, uh, yeah. darn. Yeah. Okay. But but you do have a But it's good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. And and Marvel is Marvel has found a way to do it on TV, but it's it's a different. I mean, they do have uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield, uh, which yep. is which is okay. Um, yeah, it's, I, that's all I would say. Yeah, is it's okay. on season two, but they're doing a spinoff from that, so it's okay enough that they're going to have a spinoff of it. Um, but Netflix has entered into this agreement with Marvel, and they yes. they've got Daredevil, which is in season two, Jessica Jones, uh, which was last summer. Right. Uh, both of those are Marvel, and they're both part of the same, not just the same universe, but also part of the same um, area of Hell's Kitchen, right, in New York. Yeah. And so they they are um, all those things are leading up to uh, there was a, a superhero team called the Defenders. Oh, I and see. they were from that same area, and so they're leading up to that um, mm-hmm. because you've got uh, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, Power Man was introduced, um, uh, Daredevil, um, and um, and then you've also got uh, got some others going to start uh, showing up as well. But uh, DC, you were mentioning TV, Gotham, uh, right. which is the prequel to to Batman, uh, to Batman. Mm-hmm. and it is awesome. It is well written. Um, well executed, uh, some great casting in that. Uh, Arrow. Arrow, yeah. Uh, which is the Green Arrow. Flash uh, is on. So that's three. And then you've also got Legends of Tomorrow, which is a spinoff of, um, of Green Arrow, um, and which, uh, which has several other characters in it as well. Um, so, yeah, DC has found a way to do it on TV. And, they, you know, that you go back to uh, the, uh, the early 90s, um, and you had Smallville, which was the yes, prequel to Superman. Multiple seasons. Yeah, uh, you know, a, a, a long series with Tom Welling starring as, as Clark Kent and kind of the Superman kind of coming into his own um, as a teenager right. and, and trying to come to grips with, okay, you know, here's who I am, what is my, what is my calling, what is my role here? And um, they did that very well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, DC has found a way to do it on TV for a number of years. You know, we're talking 20 years, no, small, really. Smallville goes back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that I mean, that leads me to this idea. I mean, I think you said earlier, maybe before before we went on air, that uh, there are like seven more superhero yep. films due this year. Superheroes on TV, superheroes in comic books, yeah. superheroes on the big screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently, we've not reached any kind of saturation point. It, there's just more, and it, it continues to do well. Yeah. I, I think as long as you have, you, you may have one bad one that'll crop up every once in a while, but as long as you don't have a series of bad ones, I always kind of use the three strikes and you're out rule. Right. The same way with uh, with big name actors or directors. You know, you can have one bad film, you can have two bad films, but if you have three it's tough for you to come back. Right. And uh, I think it's the same way with this kind of genre. Um, and, and I look at it as a genre now. I mean, you, you, know, you used to look at, oh, it's a superhero film. But when you think about it, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a comic book-based genre. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or as my friend Earl Owens would say, that's a genre. That's a genre. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we haven't hit that saturation point, and we probably won't as long as there are good ones in the mix. Yeah. Uh, now, there's certain people who will say, okay, I'm tired of superhero films. I'm not going to watch them anymore. Uh, just like I got tired of slasher films. and just, oh, yes, I don't yes. watch those anymore. No, you know, they're still out there. But I just, you know, I watch a supernatural thriller. Um, but, but slasher films, I, you know, unless it's something new, I, I don't have a desire to see that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I think as long as we have some good superhero films, uh, we're going to continue to see that. You know, the next one um, that we're going to be seeing comes uh, comes out in uh, May six, and that's Captain America: Civil War, which is honestly it's Avengers three. Let's go oh, ahead and okay. say it. All it's right. Avengers three because it's got uh, Hawkeye, it's got Scarlet Witch, it's got Captain America, it's got Iron Man, it's got the Black Panther who they're introducing. Um, you know, I, I've, I've left out a few, but I've forgotten because there's so many of them. Um, <laughs> but it, it's uh, it's basically Captain America. Uh, yeah. It's the uh, actually it's the third Captain America um, because we had uh, Captain America: First Avenger, you had the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. uh, and now this is Captain America: Civil War. So it's starting. It's really this is the the we'll call it Avengers three. I'm going to call it that. Right. Seems um, like there's this wave though now of um, of the superhero films where they're fighting each other. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's that's exactly what's happening with this one. Uh, and there's also I was talking to my son Thomas about it. There's this theme that's going through uh, a lot of the different superhero films um, with humanity trying to say, okay, we need to register these superheroes, or we need to register these aliens. You know, that we need to you know keep track of them. Mm, that and sounds familiar. It does, doesn't it? Uh, it, it reflects reality. Yeah. But. Um, you know, we saw some of that going on in this Superman versus Batman, but I'm like, you know, that that's been done before because the the X Men films yes. did the same thing. Well, that's kind of the premise of of this kind of Captain America Civil War is there's a registration thing that's going to happen so we can keep track or maybe control these heroes and who they are. And um, you know, to me, that's been done. Uh, you know, yes. that's been done over and over and over again. And, and how do you find a way to make it different and make it new? So I'll be interested to see what they do with that, with uh, Captain America Civil War. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that is what I'm looking forward to. That's May 6th uh, when that one's released. And then uh, speaking of X-Men, um, the uh, X-Men Apocalypse opens also that month, uh, May 27th. And this is the, the the third installment of kind of the reboot you know, we had uh, we had the X Men um, series uh, several years ago, and they had a, a number of films. And then they decided, okay, we're going to reboot it, but we're going to do it in a, a different way. We're going to kind of go back to mm-hmm. the '60s, yeah. um, and but we're still going to find a way to tie it in to the other films. So they all 
truly kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And they've done that and done that pretty well. And so this is the third as part of that reboot. Wow. And uh, that's a that's a difficult a difficult thing to hold on um, to make happen. Uh, and they did that. And um, you know Jennifer Lawrence has had an incredible success. She did it with the Hunger Games. Uh, she's got uh, you know she's an Oscar winner. Uh, and this is her third film as a, as an X Men character as wow. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's May twenty seventh, and then Suicide Squad. Talking about villains, uh, that's going to be August fifth, and that's uh, those are all villains from the the DC universe. Um, and um, you've got uh, some some villains, uh, Batman villains that show up in that. And uh, you will also, uh, from what I understand, there's going to be a, a cameo of uh, Ben Affleck showing up as Batman in this particular film as well. Now, is um, it, is it, I know, you know, Deadpool, speaking of things that, that yep. are a little bit new in the genre, right. it was rated R, which is yep. unusual for these films, and yep. it was very edgy in those regards. Uh, is Suicide Squad following that trend, or is it a PG yeah, film? I'd say it'd probably be PG-13. Uh, it may, may uh, you know, step over, but I think it'll probably be a PG-13. I think they'll want to um, get some uh, teenagers uh, to come to this, okay. but it's... Uh, it's basically uh, the, the storyline for that is that they are villains, but uh, they're, they're going to be controlled villains to help uh, take care of some guys that are even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that wraps it up in August, and then you know we don't have another superhero film until November, and that's uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch starring as Doctor Strange, hmm. uh, and then that'll that's a you know that's one. This is kind of a, a new phase of, of Marvel. Um, to see uh, a, a character that not a whole lot of people are, uh, the general audience not familiar with uh, with Doctor Strange, and certainly so, not as well known as Batman or exactly, Superman. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And we, you know we're starting to see um, some of that with some uh, some characters that are, are not like Suicide Squad. That's not uh, everybody's, you know, it's not in everybody's vocabulary. Right. Deadpool was not in right. everybody's vocabulary. Uh, Doctor Strange is the same way. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen. And that that kind of wraps up the year. With those films, and then you know, twenty seventeen, um, uh, a Batman Lego Movie will be coming out. Uh, <laughs> they that, do very well to box uh, office. Yes, they do. And then uh, another Wolverine film uh, is scheduled for release uh, in March of twenty seventeen. Guardians of the Galaxy two, uh, May fifth. So around you know uh, this time next year, uh, it will uh, it will it will be uh, uh, be out in theaters. And that was one that. Um, when I heard it was coming out, I'm like, the first one, I said, really? And then the more trailers I saw, I said, okay, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. And when I went to see that film, I loved it. Uh, it, it, it. It took me back to my childhood because it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. It had fun with it. Yeah. Uh, it was almost had that Star Wars, Indiana Jones feel to it. Yeah, you know, that, you know it, that does come from comic books. Yep. But at the same time, it's almost more, instead of superhero, just sort of a sci-fi kind of thing. Yep. Exactly, and then summer of next year, uh, Wonder Woman. So uh, you've got the next, uh, the next part of this, um, you know, this Batman versus Superman. And, and people then, have asked about Wonder Woman. Yep. They're like, "Where? For when years, is she going to get a movie?" So. For years, and so, uh, and then at the end of 2017, you've got Thor, uh, another Thor film. So it, it is, and then it also a Spider Man reboot uh, is coming back. So. How many it's, times has Spider Man been uh, rebooted? This will be the third. This will be the well. This will be the third. Um, yeah, there was a there was one reboot, 
just a few years ago. Yeah. So this is the the second reboot, but it's the third really installment of the the Spider Man. But you Spider Man's going to make a cameo in the Avengers film too. The the comics or themselves, War, the source material, the yeah. comics have done this. Yeah, they continually reboot these characters. Yeah. Uh, yep. Give, yeah. them, give them different uniforms, a little bit yeah. of a variation on their origin yeah. stories, etc. And and you know alternate universes, yep. and they can play around with all this stuff. Yep. So I guess it's just natural that the movies it do is. it too. Yeah, yeah, it is. So uh, there's a kind of an uh, uh, an overview of uh, what's to come, uh, and the Wonder Woman Wonder Woman film. Just to give you an idea, that takes will take place in uh, in 1918. So it's kind of oh, her not her origin story, but it's the origin story of how um, we got to know who she is. That's very interesting. So, yeah, yeah. So that'll yeah. be and there's a there's a little. Nugget of that in this Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice film. So, well, that's it, man. Um, any other questions before uh, we wrap up, Jeff? That I no, I'm just share? trying to figure out Wonder Woman 1918. That yep. sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll you'll find it fascinating, I'm sure, uh, being the history buff that you are. Uh, thanks for listening to the Cinema Scene uh, once again. Uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice uh, open uh, open in theaters now, um, and I gave it a B minus. Um, not a bad film. Not a Great film, a good film. Okay, okay, film worth worth checking out if you like this kind of stuff. But uh, make sure you use the restroom and have your popcorn uh, handy because it's a two it's and a half hour way. film. Uh, I'm Noel Manning. That's Jeff Powell. And until next time, for WGWG.org, that's a wrap.